Hello, I'm Kevin Cook, Director of Communications with the City of Lakeland, and welcome to our June installment of Access Live. Got a great show for you. We're going to talk to Alice Elise Drumgo with the CRA. We're going to talk about some new initiatives there, including the upcoming Yard on Mass. We're also going to talk to Tony Camarillo, Executive Director of the RP Funding Center. We're going to talk about some exciting things happening there. And of course, we have Beth Sherling with the Parks Department. We're going to talk about some summer initiatives and programs with the City of Lakeland's Parks mm -hmm. Department. In the meantime, I've got Tony Delgado, our City Manager, here with us. Tony, how are you today? Very good, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm awesome. awesome. I just sent a press release out. Yeah. We've got Drocken International. They are a defense contractor located at our airport. They run about 150 tactical jets nationwide teaching Top Gun type air fights yes. and things of that nature. Uh, they're located in Lakeland. It's, it's a well-kept secret somewhat, but the secret's going to be out over the next eight weeks, isn't it? Yeah, uh, there's going to be a little <laughs> bit of noise coming from the airport. If, if you like jets, yes. if you like fighter jets, uh, they're going to be running some exercises that are unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately going to be right. a little noisy. Fortunately, though, the, the contracts that they deal with really secure our military. They keep us safe. They're, they're a very important cog for our military here in the United States. Yes, they are. So our audience out there, and Tony may or may not know this, but uh, Draken will be testing their Mirage fighters. They have a number of tactical aircraft from from all over the world, and our, our our military utilizes those guys as a defense contractor, and they go up and do air fights and things of that nature. Now, the air fights aren't over Lakeland? No. Are, are, basically, aren't even over Florida. I mean, they, they, and they're simulated. Yeah, they're simulated. With real aircraft. They're, they're usually out <laughs> over the Gulf of Mexico and, and, and other places, so we don't have to worry too much about it. Yes. But, but the planes are housed right here in our community, and yep. so they, they'll take off and they'll come back home. So we're going to be testing F1 Mirages engine testing over the next eight weeks, starting on the 12th, which is two days away. Uh, and those tests will last about an hour and a half to two hours each test, two to three times a week for the next eight weeks. So bear with us, community, and those that live near the airport. But that's something that we need to do. Also saw a letter that you sent out today to the city commission regarding a big uh, yeah, we have wastewater project right yeah as many people know the wastewater lines that sit below the city of Lakeland are incredibly old some like a hundred years old and because of that they're uh, made out of a lot of different materials that normally don't last that long. right and we're wanting to kind of get a little ahead of the game uh, to go ahead and repair some of those here in downtown especially before that we have some breaks and unfortunate things that happen within our major road systems the bad part of this one, it's right on South Florida. Yes. And so starting, I believe, on the 23rd, that's yes, Sunday for about a week. Hopefully it'll be sooner. If we don't find any major problems, it could be Wednesday night or Thursday morning we could be done. We're going to be working along a stretch of South Florida Avenue that intersects downtown all the way to almost a little bit into Dixieland, but more yep. at the entrance into Dixieland. Um, we're going to have to do some detours, but mainly it'll be a two-lane north uh, and south. Correct option uh, through South Florida during that time. So want to get it done before the 4th of July holiday. We got a big event on the 4th yes, of July. Yes, we do. We'll talk about it a little bit later. And, uh, I mean, want to kind of get it done before uh, anything serious might occur yep. that would that would facilitate a much longer repair. So that's coming. 
So aging infrastructure, uh, we need to go in and replace some pipes and wastewater is very important because it moves nastiness and we want it to move. <laughs> Isn't that correct? Yeah, that and you know, <laughs> stormwater issues and all that other stuff. But, but, but the key is if, if there happened to be a break along this line, it yeah. could shut down a main artery within our downtown for an extended period of time. If we can get this done in, in less than a week, we'll never have to worry about it for a long time. That's true. So we've got Tony Camarillo coming on with us in just a few minutes, and we're going to talk about some of the programming there. And our audience may not know this, but Mr. Delgado used to be the assistant director at the Lakeland Center, that is now the RP Funding Center. Yeah, so he knows many, the and, business and you world. and you were part of the team. I the, was, yes, sir. So running running our communications marketing division there for the, the Lakeland Center. Yes, sir. Uh, excited about the things the RP Funding Center is doing. Excited about what Tony Camarillo and his team. Are involved in. I mean, we got the Lakeland Magic. We've got soccer. Uh, we do state tournaments there. I know Tony and his team are excited about the new hotel project. Yes. Once that comes on board, we'll probably see a lot more people hanging around in the city of Lakeland for more than just a day. I mean, hopefully, we'll get meetings and conventions and conventions yes. coming to town because we have this additional hotel property and all the other hotels around. The city. And that's been a big factor when you go out and try to get some of these larger groups. We had one hotel on site, and we just needed more beds. Yeah, and I can guarantee you, things there's things that are always going to be the same. We'll have those dance competitions and the cheerleaders running around and the state tournaments and and that type of thing. But it might it will be nice for the community to see an influx of dollars that are coming from outside our community for conferences and conventions. That is true and we shared a couple of the catalyst projects on this show in, in the past and there's talk of some expansion possibility with a stadium at RP Funding Center but yeah, that's down the road that's and that is the future. Yeah that's down the road. Right now we're, it's in a, a very early planning stages. Yes. Uh, obviously there's funding requirements that are needed. Hopefully we'll see some additional outside funding, some corporate sponsors that might want to get involved. Um, but it's exciting to take a look at it, it is. and to see that this entertainment area is, is starting to come into uh, come into a picture that we can all work with. It's, it's awesome visioning and it's really the catalyst project we won't go into here. But as we continue to move down the road, we'll talk about it in depth. But one area is a sports entertainment mm -hmm. complex that will be housed at and across the street from the RP Funding Center. Yeah, exactly. It will be on the same same footprint. Yes. It'll, it'll, it'll really create a, a nice sports complex for that entire area. So, Tony, you and I have been around for a while, mm -hmm. and we've seen a lot of changes, a lot of changes. A lot of changes. I've seen uh, four different paint schemes at the RP Funding Center. But change is good, and the future is inevitable. And yeah, yeah, there was a lot of questions people asked. Why did we change the name? Well, it's always the Lakeland Center. Yeah, the RP Funding Center is a corporate sponsor that signed on for initially five years. We hope it's, it's longer. And because of that, uh, the RP Funding Center does receive some corporate sponsorship dollars that helps us do the things we're doing. That helps us try to go out and program and and solicit additional events into the into the facility. Helps us do all these things we're trying to do. I mean, the initial dollars were helped us do some of the stuff and the infrastructure around the hotel. Um, I suspect we'll see more as as time goes on. So. Jennifer says, we miss you. Oh, she's over at the RP Funding Jennifer, Center. Jennifer, Jennifer Parker, <laughs> thank you so much. 
Jennifer Parker, you know, she she was there when you and I yes. were there. She now running our box office. Jennifer, Jennifer uh, we mi we miss you too. Back in the day, pitcher, and, and we're really uh, excited about Mr. all Delgado the things our folks in the in the box office do for us because you're kind of can we hold that up? Box office. So I'm gonna try to hold this picture up. This is uh, oh, we're at the RP Funding Center. It's like old home week. We we did a couple of projects and this is a paint your heart out project and you can see the old crew there and i believe standing in the back standing in the back that's a very young uh mr tony elgato yeah, so uh, thank you jennifer for that thanks jennifer <laughs> you're making me feel old I had, I had black hair and that uh early late uh you know early late 1900s mullet you look very freddie prince yeah, yeah very freddie prince <laughs> Now I got a much grayer here, but you know, folks, everybody at the RP Fund. Yes. People don't understand how many the how many hours they work, the weekends they have to work. I mean, people love going to see the shows and people love going to the events there, but somebody has to put that all. That's around. right. Somebody has to make it happen, and that entire crew at the RP Funding Center, the folks in the box office where Jennifer's at, I mean, they work a tremendous amount of hours making sure people have a good time. Um, and so when you go to the RP Funding Center and you get a chance to interact with whether it's the box office or our ushers or our ticket takers or just people walking around, say thank you. Yes. They work, they work a ton of hours to make uh, this beautiful cultural facility a gem for the city. It looks like we have another question coming in or a statement. Um, Debbie, as a retired city employee, can we get a cost of living soon? <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, uh, Debbie, we have a program already in place that the commission agreed to uh, last year. Um, there will be an opportunity to go ahead and provide a, and I'll call it a bonus, I, I don't like to call it cost of living because it really isn't based upon that. Um, in June of 2020, uh, it will be based upon how much the retirees receive on an annual benefit. So there is a cutoff line uh, that was created that, that really mirrors what the median income is in, in the city and in Polk County. Um, but that will be going into place, and I think the disbursement is June of 2020. Yes. Well, Mr. Delgado, thank you. Thank We're going to bring Tony That's Camarillo all... in with us yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, always good to have another Mexican from Chicago. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank <laughs> you, sir. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you soon. Mr. Camarillo will be joining us. He is the director of the RP Funding Center right here, sir, and it's television, so sit close. Get in tight. Close to you. Yes. All right. Mr. Camarillo, how are you today? I'm good, Kevin. Good yeah, thanks for being our guest. Oh, so before we go any further, let me just get an escape here and minimize this and bring up, looks like we have a, a little graphic here with what the new hotel is going to look like. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect to see there well we are very excited to have another hotel on property um which is, is currently being built in our east parking yes lot which is which is awesome for us it is uh marriott spring hill suites and we have some local uh developers that are responsible for that where we're very happy to get them involved and this is a game changer for us this really is this is um doubling or more than doubling hotels that you can walk to yep. very easily across the street uh, from the RP Funding Center and uh, from our perspective, from a business perspective, it's great because we were very limited. Some things we couldn't even uh, get involved with from a business perspective without having enough hotel rooms. So we're, right. we're, we're excited about that. Our walking distance. Now, we have a great amount of, of hotel rooms uh, throughout the city and the county, but 
uh, having this built right on our property is, is well this is 130 rooms so i know that a lot of event organizers they definitely want uh, beds on property or very close to the property so this is going to be a game changer absolutely yes We're sir very excited about it and tell us some of the amenities that this particular hotel is going to have well it's a sweet hotel so yep. you, you know you're going to instantly have just a beautiful room um it, it really matches if you've seen the, the design the color scheme the color yeah. scheme matches the rp funding yep. perfectly but you're going to have obviously there'll be a pool uh there'll be uh, an area a bar um hot food service will be not completely like a restaurant but a little bit limited but it would it will be available to you uh, i notice a lot of these hotels these sweet hotels are doing like the little cafe type yeah. where you go in and order and it may not be a full kitchen that operates um 24 hours a day sure. but you'll have certain items that will yeah. be available it'll be a little bit a uh, little bit more than just a grab and go but it'll sure. it definitely you'll be able to get some hot items awesome which is what that what the the, tra the business travelers like so spring 2020 completion yeah i think right around this time next year should be we should be kind of in there and, and have have customers enjoying it by now so we're, i think you're looking at about april awesome so you're here to talk about some of the events and, and some of your upcoming shows yeah the rp funding center yeah. so take it away yeah we have some great um and this is our camera here so when we, oh, we so can show you something yes okay awesome <laughs> so we have some great some great offerings obviously we uh, we're kicking off our classic albums live um which is zeppelin just, yeah zeppelin yeah zeppelin uh one is 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 the first actually the second show but uh june through october one a month uh classic albums live uh, this Friday actually is the 14th, right? And uh, Led Zeppelin one. So we're excited. And, and if you haven't been to a, a classic albums live show, you're really missing out because these guys do a wonderful job. And basically, they reenact the the album that, of choice, uh, note for note. And that's the, kind of their their tagline: note for note, cut for cut. Right. So they'll do that um, and, and do an excellent job of. You can pretty much close your eyes and listen, and it's just like the album. And then. They'll take a break and they'll come back and the greatest hits from that same band for that second half of the awesome. show. So it's a it's a really cool uh, ex experience. Uh, we've been doing it for now. I think this is the twelfth year. So I'm more excited because you have some of my top albums ever in, in this particular showcase. Yeah, and we we get that all the time. In because yes. there's so many great albums obviously out there, but Zeppelin's obviously a big, a big um, one that people like to see. Let it bleed by the Stones. The Stones, let it bleed. Yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd, wish you were for here. The Devil, <laughs> The Beatles, Abbey Road. Yes, and then Damn the Torpedoes with Tom Petty. And Another great one. Yeah, the uh, classics. Yes, it's gonna be yeah. a good one. Yeah. So, uh, Classic Albums Live, uh, starting or uh, kicking off, uh, really our second show this this month here, and then one one a month uh, through October. Very good. Thank I'm you. Excited about that. Yeah, that's really good. And then, um, obviously, Broadway is a very important part of what Huge. we do in the theater. Uh, in the Yuki Theater, and this is really kind of kicking off to be one of our one of our great um, great seasons for for the uh, for the, um, the Broadway series. And we'll have um, beautiful the Carol King musical, which is hold us so very can, well received. Um, and uh, and all of these are, 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 are award winning productions. Yep. So we'll have beautiful uh, a Bronx Tale, which is based on the on the movie The Bronx Tale. Uh, waitress, another one based on a movie. Yep. And the Jersey Boys returning. We we had a just a bust out performance of Jersey Boys two years ago and was was awesome. And people were really excited about it. So we got the opportunity to get it back and we said, yeah. let's do it because it always sells out and always does a wonderful job. And then we wrap things up with American Paris. 
and another uh, wonderful uh, Broadway show that we're Real That's happy. a Gershwin show, I believe. I believe it is. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very, very proud of you. Yeah. But, we, <laughs> but we're, we're excited because there's always something great happening at the RP Funding Center. Um, you know, we, we had a wonderful series this last year, and we're just, um, you know, you could actually go online and see our brochure. Which this is this is the brochure, the hard copy, but you can go online and look at this brochure and you can you can see our, our, our lineup for this year. A lot of uh, family events to taking place. We have some, some uh, holiday uh, events, the uh, Elf on the Shelf and the Christmas Wonderland. And uh, Cirque. Cirque is coming back again. Yep. Uh, the Celebrity Housewives are gonna be. What? Be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's it's crazy. We're, we're excited. Uh, so what kind of show do the Celebrity Housewives do? Do they just sit around and drink wine and complain? Or what, what kind of? What that's what they do normally. But I think <laughs> what they'll do is they, they get on stage, they, they, they tell a little bit about their story. All right. Um, these, these are, the fans love these these people that are on these shows. So it just gives them an opportunity to see them in person. One of them's husband's in prison. Yeah. Now, so the lineup that we have currently uh, includes Teresa. Uh, G-Dice. Yes. And uh, so we're not guaranteed to have this lineup. Right. And it says that. But that's um, what it's scheduled for now. Cor correct. For right now it is scheduled. Yes. That. But yeah, we're uh, we're happy to have that show. One Funny Mother, another comedy act. Uh, Celtic Women's returning. Um, Shin Yun's back. And of course we have Miss Florida. One that you missed though are your Naked Magicians. I, did, I didn't necessarily miss it. I was kind of building up to that. We do have the Naked Magicians and... Uh, they're they're really uh, they're really naked. They're really naked. Um, I don't think they go all the way down, but um, they're they're funny. Yes. Um, Terry Fader's coming back. Uh, Piff the Magic um, Dragon, who is a, is a comedian from um, yep from that people probably will know. But I think one of the things we added after we put together this wonderful brochure was Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes, he's very funny. Yeah, this guy's great. We're we're really excited to to bring him to the RP Funding Center and. and, and uh, you know, he's, he's a funny guy. He's on the level of, of Leno and, and, and Seinfeld, who we had this past year. This guy's really good. He's um, really good. I, I do want to... He's got, a, he's got a Netflix special right now, so you can tell yeah. our, our... If you aren't familiar with him, go check out Netflix. He's got a really great Netflix, a Netflix special out right now, and uh, he'll be at the RP Funding Center. This is huge. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. We just um, did a, a promotion with uh, PBS, uh, Vanessa. Yes, and he's been he was with us in the past before. We did a pledge drive at PBS last week, and we just had a great time, uh, you know, with 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 the people from from the station WEDC, EDU, sorry, WEDU, and uh, we were really excited to promote this show, and uh, this gentleman here who who, who is uh, who's per the performer is just a great guy, and uh, we're excited to bring Vanessa back. He is a classical guitar player, right? And flamenco guitar. Yes. He's very good. He's yes. very good. So we're, yep. we're happy to have him back. But, you know, the, there's so much to see. The te Texas Tenor is another, another event. We do an event Stomp. every year. Stomp. Stomp. We do uh, uh, an anniversary, or I'm sorry, we, every year we do a concert with uh, WPCV, Concert for the Kids. Great. Uh, you've been there. I want to share with you. Okay. This last time, what a great show. I was, Abby Anderson, who was the, the young female performer that mm -hmm. came out. Never heard of her, and what a showcase. Yep. did a fantastic job, but you you had some, some uh, it, it was a good show. Yeah. You had some country staples, and you've got some that have current hits right now, and mm -hmm. it, it was fun. They mix it in, and it's, it's all a fundraiser. Um, 
for uh, St. Jude Hospital. Yep. And we're we're happy to be part of. It. I think we this will be our fourth year coming up. Third, fourth, third, third year coming up. And uh, we're just happy to be part of it. I mean, I'm happy to have the the, the radio station be in the RP Funding Center, uh, bringing uh, country music, which I think is really something that we need to be doing more, and we'll hopefully continue to do that. And that's coming up in when? February of 2020? Yeah, February 5th. So, audience, if you have never been to that show, it's awesome. It's in the theater, and you have four different country performers, and they tell you a little bit of a story, then they play their hits. And Joe Nickel was in there this year that he, my wife didn't even, she doesn't like country music. She's like, that guy with the hair and the arms was quite cute to look yeah, at. He sounded, he sounded pretty good, too. <laughs> no, he did, he did a great job. But it was yeah. fun. Yeah. And, and it, you get to hear the stories of what's behind the song. So it's, it's And it's an intimate setting. It's yeah, really they nice. They do a great job. They, they do. do. They do. Um, it would certainly have to mention Lakeland Magic. Um, they're, they're, our, they're our hometown yes. basketball team. The Florida Tropics are our soccer team. We have the ISO that's there, Chris, uh, Symphony Orchestra. Is a, is a mainstay for us in, in the UT theater. And uh, yeah, we're just, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with the kind of entertainment we're providing from a sports perspective and from the peer entertainment perspective. We try to bring it all, and uh, we're excited about what the sports teams have done for us. The Magic made the playoffs this past yes, year, do. and I think that that's, uh, you know, bodes well for them and us because it just brings a lot more excitement to, to the center. Well, I'd also like to take this time to compliment you the interior, you guys have had a facelift inside yeah. as well as outside, but the interior, it's it's stunning. You guys did a great job. Yeah, we, we had an $18 million renovation that really touched every part of the building. And luckily for us, you know, it started one way. We kind of did a left turn when the magic came on board, but it certainly helped things. Um, but we um, we touched the, uh, the arena. Um, we touched uh, all of the common space. When you walk into the building, it's Fully new carpeted, new, yes. new paint job, lighting, everything's everything's been addressed. It kind of got dated, so that was you know a big push was to, to bring it up to uh, up to a little bit more modern feel. Um, the theater got new seats. We actually are kind of wrapping things up, so that the, the uh, theater is going to get new carpet, paint job. They already started the paint job, so um, it's it's a fresh new. You got really inviting common areas as well. Yeah, places for people to sit. Yep. Um, all that stuff was all part of this renovation. We're, we're just uh, so it's all coming together. It is second hotel renovations, yeah. great entertainment. So get your tickets now for the RP Funding Center. Yeah. Well, thank Absolutely. you, Tony. You're welcome. Appreciate Tony. you. Thanks for the opportunity. Come back. Absolutely, anytime. Absolutely. So our next guest is Elise Drumgo with the Lakeland CRA, and he has got a few. Oh, Jeff says thank. For keeping our city beautiful. Well, thank you, Jeff, for, for calling in. So Elise is coming in, and he's got some special guests with him today. He's got Craig Morby and Jennifer Batts, and they are the founders for the the Yard on Mass. This is television. You got to get close. Oh, close. Okay. Close. Okay. Close. Okay. Everybody's right. got to get in here. Yeah, got to get in tight. All right. So how's everyone doing today? Doing great. Yeah, well. doing great. Fantastic. Thank you for being here. Uh, let me pull up my website real quick. There we go. We need a little bit of background for our television. Sure. There we go. So Elise, we got some initiatives with the CRA. You also made the paper today. Oh, was it good? <laughs> it was good. That's <laughs> amazing. Hopefully it's positive. It was talking about the selling of yes. our inventory, our vacant lots, sure. and lots sure. of things of that nature. It was, it was a good story. Good. But it wasn't the paper today. Okay. Uh, 
Elise was newly named manager yeah. of the CRA. That's congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Does a fantastic job. We're glad he's here with us today. So we've got a lot of initiatives taking place, and you do have a couple of special guests with us today. So yeah. why don't we talk about some initiatives that we've got going on right now? When can we start to expect to see? Uh, the 10 acres north of the police station, yes. some dirt turning and things of that nature. Yeah, so really, and I'll talk about the downtown activity sure. right now. You know, so we do, we have Muratin that's on deck and uh, we're in some of the final phases there. We have pre-construction meetings scheduled for the end of this month. So that normally, yeah, normally when we do that, we're probably 30 to 40 days out. From Super closing. news. So yeah, so hopefully we'll be breaking ground on that thing uh, probably mid-August. Okay. Say, so. Um, trying to keep us firm in that timeline. And then we also have, uh, recently we have the North Massachusetts Avenue property, which is just to the north of the police station, yep. fronting Massachusetts uh, Avenue corridor. And we're in negotiations uh, with the development agreement for that site, which is, you know, hopefully in, in several phases, we'll get, you know, 150,000 square feet of, of new mixed use commercial and residential there. How many commercial units, I mean, not commercial, residential units are they talking about for that particular development? So they've got about 40 in that okay. in that, in that particular development, but um, again, it's still flexible at this time. So once you start negotiating, you kind of lay out those terms sure. for what you know you can do and what comes in. Well, that's what you want. Over time. Yes, we do. And so, okay. And so with that project, uh, you know, probably another 40 units, but mostly uh, mixed use with, with a commercial focus. And then uh, we also have uh, recently at our most recent CRA advisory board, we had the approval of uh, the negotiations for the Oak Street parking lot. So we have Catalyst Access Ma uh, Asset Management Group out of Tampa. And so they're interested in developing that lot. And uh, they're proposing at this time uh, close to 200 yeah. uh, units in that as well with some mixed use. So we just have a lot happening in the downtown. And on-site parking. And, and that's correct. Yep. So on-site parking with some, with some additional potential for commercial office use uh, in that development too. So... You know, we're excited about where things are headed and just overall the pace of development is not slowing down here in Lakeland. And I think that, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we, we keep it moving. So, Well, thank you for that. Well, let's you. talk about what your special guests here today. Yeah, so Jen and Craig are here. They are two of the founders in uh, the Rayback Collective from uh, out of Boulder, Colorado. And so uh, they invested in that project and they're partners for us at the CRA at the, for the Yard on Mass, which will be a food truck park. Uh, on Massachusetts Avenue, it'll anchor our mass market project, and so we're really excited to be able to work with them just because of the unique atmosphere that they created in Colorado. And being Lakelanders, and you know, coming back to Lakeland and wanting to invest, it's just it's very rare that you get that type of. At least I'm gonna share with you. I went to the University of Colorado, yeah, and I didn't last very long. <laughs> I had I had to get out of there because. Uh, <laughs> I was a Florida boy that never really saw snow. I went snow skiing all the time, and it's it can be a very fun place, and I realized that I, I had better get out and get back to Florida and, and concentrate on my studies. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we are bringing that fun. Yeah. Colorado Boulder <laughs> is fun. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's a great city. It is. Yeah. Fun city. City. Well, thank you for being here. Tell us about your project. Okay. Well, we um, it is a beer garden slash food truck park. We'll, uh, partner. I like it already. Yes. yes. <laughs> we will partner with uh, food truck owners. They will be marketed by us and um, and promoted, and they'll be there every day. We'll have a lunch shift and a supper shift. Oh, nice. And, yep, seven days a week. You can come and get your favorite food truck there. Um, we'll have 
at least 20 beers on tap? Why? Yeah, third, we'll have 30 taps. We'll have a mixture of mostly beer, obviously, and we'll have all of the local breweries. We, we are not a brewery, so we will have all of the local brews represented, mm -hmm. which we're we're really excited about partnering with with, uh, with the Swans of the world and, and Grove Roots and, and obviously some Tampa and Gainesville and wherever else. Sure. And then we'll also have um, we'll have uh, a wine selection on tap, and we also have a full uh, liquor license as well. So we will have craft cocktails that won't be your normal sort of shelf bar, but they will be poured like craft beers. Interesting. So, and yes. the, in um, Colorado or in Boulder, we partnered with also local, other local bars. It's a, it's a community, not a competition, or, a, you know, um, we want to, we had a passport program where you would drink here, you drink there, you get stamps, and there's fun prizes and swag at the end. And, uh, but we just really want to be a part of the, the Massachusetts Parker Corridor community. We've met with um, some of our partners like Tim Mitchell and Bryant Seeley and Brenda Ruddow. Yeah. And uh, I know uh, Jen Kennedy with the Urban um, Farm. Yeah. She was my cheerleading captain in high school. <laughs> go Red Devils. There you go. And, um, and so we're excited about opportunity there with the LCS students and maybe selling some products at the food truck park. Cool. And, yeah, we're excited. So yeah. when, when you say food truck park, and I've been to the one in Austin, Texas that has the the pads mm -hmm. for the for the trucks and they rotate. Uh, are you guys going to have any covered area? Is it going to yep. be a building involved, or is it going to be all outdoor type setting? No, we were building a twenty six hundred square foot building, okay. brand new, ground up. Uh, dirt's already there. Uh, we're we're getting real close to. You know, we should have bricks yeah. hopefully soon. That That's building will go up twenty five feet to accommodate a, a second phase mezzanine level, which nice. will be a natural. Uh, private, uh, event. private event or whatever space, and that'll add another 900 to 1,000 feet to our building. But uh, mm -hmm. along Massachusetts Avenue, we'll also have cabanas that can be used privately, uh, and then the food trucks will be it'll be four food trucks along the other side, and they will they will they will have hookups there. So the traditional running of the generator won't be necessary. So they won't have that noise. Yeah. Right. And then you've got about a 50 by 80 space. You take about a 5,000 square foot space in the middle. That's the um, yard. Which is the yard. And I'm it's at. actually <laughs> bigger than you think. It is. Um, so yeah, it's great. And that'll run it. down towards House 820. They've been fantastic partners so far too. So we're going to be good. We're, we're happy to be in the community. And too. some fun adult Jenga and things like that and we uh, in, in the yard. Yes. yes. We, um, one of our fun uh, little uh, activities we had in Boulder was a cornhole league that was so um, popular we had to run it on a lottery system to get in so we're gonna probably do something like that we'll have yard games for adults and kids and I want ping pong tournaments myself so <laughs> it's very family friendly multi-generational yeah it's we gotta um, have a lot of kids stuff as well. so fun fact we have a city employee whose son is a world champion cornholer and I saw him on ESPN okay, I cannot well, believe, right? my team. yeah I okay. cannot believe that ESPN has uh, professional <laughs> cornholing, but yes, it was. It's you don't. It's not that easy. No. You promote that as a professional cornholer is yeah. in the house. Yes. Or in the yard. It's <laughs> interesting. We should totally have him there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be yeah. good. That would be good. A lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds like an awesome project. It's gonna be good. And once again, share with us the timeline so we our audience will know. October eighteenth is the is the set date to open <gasps> or to be fun. So on tap, yeah. fall. 
Now let's. But the, the fall like is it. probably. But you never know. So we're we're very optimistic. Uh, we're trying to push things along. You know, we are very fortunate because we have the city as a, an excellent partner, and so we we have that sort of. It's it's just nice to have them in our in our court and be true partners with us, so we can everybody can kind of push in the same direction. Elise you know, and Valerie have been just uh, irreplaceable in, in, in all of this. We couldn't yep. do it without them. And so we're very thankful to partner with them and the city. And uh, yeah, we've had a lot of tremendous support. Well, so I'm excited. thankful to have them. This is going to be a, a fun place. And Craig, I've known you for a long time, and, yep. and you're very hip in the live music scene. Will yes. you guys have music we at will the have yard? Live, yeah, we will have live music. Built-in house band. Yes. <laughs> No. We'll have lots of bands coming. No, we we're will. Excited. We're yeah, we're definitely gonna have uh, bands. That's not gonna be the the major thrust. We you know listen, we we've, we've got some great spots in town. Uh, Union Hall just opened. Yeah, it's great, a lot of fun. So we've got places that are real concentrated on that. Ours will be a, a little bit more casual, but we will have music probably three to four times a week, I'd say. And uh, and we'd like to have a sort of a mix of, you know, all of all the musicians uh, cover whether they do songs where they do the original stuff we, we really want a nice nice representation of and uh, specific requests are saying for day music we were a lot, a lot of yeah. lake owners want some daytime music for their day drinking yeah, that, two to, gonna, that two to five shift in some of the places that I've seen that. seems interesting well. yeah. cool well there was a little bit of a time where the LDDA was doing a lunch series in Munn Park and that's, that's right it was Nice crowds down there. So yeah, I did it a couple of times and it was really fun. I mean, yeah, they, they, they partnered with the symphony, I think, and, and yeah, uh, it was great. It was. It was real good. So I wish you guys the best of luck, and I plan to be there for your on tap opening in Perfect. October, fall, we'll 2019. Yeah. Just in time for your. Uh, the weather's going to be cooling oh, off. Be It'll be nice yeah, outside. Yeah, yes. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you guys. Thanks thank for coming. You. Appreciate yeah. it. And our next guest is Beth Sherling, who's going to be talking swim lessons and happenings at our Parks and Recreation Department over the summer. And Beth's got a hat you gotta be and ready. sunscreen. you got to be ready for summer, Kevin. Pull that chair this out. One? Just pull it out of the way. Thanks. There. All right. I'm ready for summer. Yeah, I love the hat. And I thought maybe you're going to a Kentucky Derby party or something. Well, I got I'm your Easter bonnet. Lots of sun, sun protection. Lots of sun I protection. I like it. So, but I will. I, I like to it. Be in theme because we are ready for summer because we started swim lessons last week. I got it up right now. Swim lessons. Last All right. Week. So, tell us a little bit about the swim lessons. So, the swim and let me just tell you. Let's stop. Wait one second. <laughs> So it's so important in Florida that if you've got children, they know how to swim, especially with pools and lakes and ponds and the ocean. It's very important that your kids know how to swim. For sure. And May was Water Safety Month. So if you um, like our Facebook page, we shared a lot of water watcher videos. Yep. So the swim lessons are um, they're two weeks long throughout the summer. Um, our first session started last week. Cat poles. Um, we have, yes, <laughs> we used to call them swigglers when yeah, I was a swim instructor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Simpson Pool actually just opened on, I think, Friday or Saturday. So they'll start swim lessons the next session. Okay. So two weeks long, we start as we start with babies, with parents, and then three years up and up by themselves. Uh, yeah, we have everything going on with swim lessons. Um, 
Yeah, we did the, when our, my kids were little, we did the little baby swim where you blow on their face and put them underwater. Yeah, that's my parents did. <laughs> and I'm so proud. Yeah, yeah, it works. We don't do that at our summer camp. But yeah. You can do that. So tell our audience how they can sign up for swim lessons. So you register in person. You can go to Gandhi or Simpson Pool to register for swim lessons. And okay. that's really nice, actually. Um, we, we have done online before. It's kind of nice to be able to talk to the staff and make sure we're getting in the right level and sure. the right session. But if you have questions, if you're not sure if the time's available, give us a call before you come. Um, we love to take so way. how long does a typical session last? It's two. That's a great question because people feel like our price is really low. So it's forty dollars for a session. The session is two weeks, Monday through Thursday. So it's forty dollars for the whole eight lessons. Wow. Yeah, that's it's a bargain. Assume, like people literally, most of the time they see that and they assume that oh, that must be for one lesson, but it's not. It's forty bucks for the whole session. That is a steal. So, yeah. Good so bargain. It's one of our great things. Have other stuff. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Um, Junior Citrus. Okay. Um, which is our youth golf lessons that we do during the summertime. Yep. Um, we do that in coordination with Par 3 because we actually do a tournament with them at the end of summer. So um, that first session started today. Okay. And then we have two more. So, and we have a lovely a lovely page on our um, Parks and Rec page to get more information about that. Okay. So how does someone sign up for that? Um, you go to the, you print out your application online and then okay. go to Cleveland Heights and you can sign up in person. Okay, mm -hmm. and what does that, how long is the session for? It's actually three days okay. with various different instructors. Um, yeah, and they have two more that are coming up. So It's a golf master class. It is, and our, golfer. our I mean, it's a great, it's a great opportunity to, you know, kind of Take your feet in the water three days, not a ton yep. of, you And know, what's the age group? What's it designed for? Oh, gosh. You know what? I would have to go to the page. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 6 to 16 or something like that. So why don't we go to Cleveland Heights real quick? Yeah, let's look it up. I was trying to get, I was trying to get all the little details in my brain with all our different session dates. Oh, it's actually on our Oh, it's yeah, on your page. To, I was just on your page. Yeah, and then go down to Cleveland Heights info. Liz Sweet. made this for them last week. All right. So junior citrus program, ages six to eleven, and, and juniors twelve to eighteen. 18. So I was pretty that's close. Great. Yeah, and that's this will give you the dates: June tenth, eleventh, and twelfth is session one. June twenty fourth through the twenty sixth is session two. And July 15th through the 17th is session three. So that's awesome. Yeah, super fun way to like for people that maybe aren't as familiar with the with the heights or with golf. Yep. So come and try us out there. Um, the library summer program. And that's what I just <laughs> had up. No, you had that. I got you going around, bouncing back and forth. That's all right. I'll find it again. So the library summer program is offered at all three branches. Um, the e-library, um, the main library that's down on Lake Morton, which is the Lakeland Public Library, and then the Jackson Branch Library. And um, this is a little bit of a difference. They used to have a big program at Lake Mirror where they had hundreds of kids come in, yeah. and a lot of summer camps and groups took advantage of that. We're trying to go more for a community aspect with this, so groups are not this is not for groups to utilize. It's not intended for groups. No. So, but Wednesday, Thursday, but it is now three days a week as okay. opposed to one. So you can go to the E on Wednesdays, the um, uh, Jackson Branch on Thursdays, and then the Main on Fridays. Well, cool. Would that be, can they find that information under programs and classes? If you scroll down, there's like a like a 
It's not Space Man. Yeah, that guy right there. So right here, Summer of Space. Yeah. And this will tell you your blast off to summer fun. Yes. There you go. And they did some cool planet stuff last week on Friday. Their Facebook page posted some really yes. fun pictures of all the... the library does a great job. So creative. Very informative and fun. Yeah, so creative. Yeah, yes, yes. they are. Yeah. And do you have anything else for us? Simpson Pool is open. Simpson Pool's open. What are the hours there? Do you know? 12 to 5. 12 to 5. 12 to 5. We have lap swimming earlier, though, because we have groups that come in, so yes. we try and keep the groups without the public mixing. Yeah. So, but lap swimmers can come in at 10 during the week. So, and that is on. I know you're a runner. Are you a swimmer? I am a swimmer. I started with the city as a lifeguard. I knew that. Working. I was a high school swimmer. So, yeah. So, I was on the swim team when I was super young in Fernandina Beach, Florida. And it is an awesome way to stay in shape. And over time, you start playing other sports and all that swimming drop. But I'm really thinking about getting back into it as, as an adult. You should. Mainly for the fitness thing. Because, you know, I'm getting a little fluffy. I need to. Well, and it's so good for your it's so good for your joints and your parts and your pieces. So. And your anaerobics. Yes, yes, the anaerobics, <laughs> very important, yes. very important. Yes. So. so I see you brought some sunscreen today, so it's important that everyone, uh, especially look at my fair skin, who definitely cover up. It's in Italian. Wear some sunscreen. This is hat. <laughs> protect your skin. Yes, protect your skin, especially in Florida. Oh, sorry. Here? <laughs> Anything else going on, Beth, in the summer? We've got a lot, a lot going on. Camp, oh, and camp started. Yeah. Tennis has started. We're rocking Full and rolling. Swing. Yes. So you can go to the city's website, look under departments, parks and recreation, and everything is there. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for always being Yay. here. <laughs> so we had a great show. We had... Tony Delgado, our city manager here, we talked a little bit. We had Tony Camarillo with the RP Funding Center. And, of course, we had Elise and a special guest, Jennifer and Craig, talk about the yard on mass. What a, a lot going on at Parks and Rec. So our next installment will take place in July. I want to talk about a few things that's happening between now and then. We have our Lunch and Learn series, June 28th. The Wonderful World of Wildflowers at the Lake Electric Building. That's at 12 p.m. You can get tickets free online, um, and it's a free lunch, but you can learn about flowers and in your garden. That's June 28th at 12 p.m. July 3rd, red, white, and boom, kaboom. That will take place around Lake Mirror. That starts at 6 o'clock. We have a great band, the City Saints. Of course, we have food trucks, food vendors. Uh, and the night is topped off with a dramatic fireworks display right around 9, 9.15. It's a fun night. Well, backed by popular demand is the watermelon eating contest. We're asking that each person that comes, this is a great opportunity. We use this, this event as a food drive for VISTI, and that's volunteers and service to the elderly to help our elderly population. We ask that each person that comes down, please bring a non-perishable food item and that will assist us with the food bank at Visti. July 4th, we have the Tigertown fireworks. Um, Tigers play the Dunedin Blue Jays, and then the fireworks will go off about 9.15. And of course, all summer long, we've got great events happening at Parks and Recreation and at the library. Remember, we've got our city perspectives. I'm going to our page here. We've got our city perspectives. 
trying to get there. Here we go. Take a, a look forward as we prepare. We're asking our, our citizens to take that survey as we prepare for our comp plan and what the future will look like here. We also have uh, our citizens' perspectives survey on vendor preferences. Uh, local vendors receive uh, somewhat of uh, a, a benefit if if they're if they're local when when bidding on items. And this is just asking you for your your opinion on, on this particular item. Um, our water quality report is now available, so that's also available online. Once again, big show tonight, or today, a lot going on, a couple surveys to take. Please do so. We want to hear from you. And this has been Kevin Cook with our June installment of Access Live. We always ask that you follow us on social media, and you can do that by searching at LakelandGov on all of our social media platforms. Thanks for watching, and thanks for being informed and engaged.